Welcome to today's episode. My name is Armand, and you're listening to La Chismosa Diaries, your go-to spot to get in on the tea surrounding sex, relationships, self-care, and navigating creative spaces as a bomb-ass person of color. Think of it like swapping stories with your girls over a glass of wine, or 10, all while celebrating the intersections of queerness, brownness, and creativity. here well welcome back to la chismosa diaries everyone thank you for coming back to listen to this episode i am alongside my very beautiful tia and she is my guest today and i'm so excited to have her on the show so i would love Thea if you would introduce yourself this is funny mijo because the other day i was having <laughs> a reading and the reader shout out to Katie Simpson because wow wow <laughs> and she she asked me for my name at birth so it makes me always stop to think about all the other names <laughs> that yes. have come into my life yes as well so what would you like me my first name <laughs> all the names <laughs> I want Whatever, whatever <laughs> comes to mind right now. My name is Leticia. Leticia. My name is Leticia de la Luna Alvarado Kagan. Period. Period. That's <laughs> who I am. All that. All of it. <laughs> All of it. All of it. Yes. Yeah. I love that. Yes. And you are a fellow creative. I am. And mm. healer. Yes. And... Yeah, I'd say all those things. Yeah. I don't know. I'm certain I didn't coin this, but it was something I started saying when I would write my name and someone would ask me, who, uh, who are you? And I'm like, oh, what do you do? I'd, I would always say when they say, "What ask, what do you do? I'd mm-hmm. say, I help people. <laughs> I help people. And because I'm multidisciplined yes. as an artist, and as a healing artist, and primarily for, I'd say, over 30 years of my life, I've been really immersed in healing art. Um, as an artist, I'd say my, my discipline began with writing, little poems and little stories, drawing, trees, I love drawing the trees. The trees. <laughs> I always come back to drawing the trees, but drawing and painting as a musical person. Yeah. I loved guitar first. Probably first, first I loved singing. Mm. Then guitar, then piano. I'm always, I'm saying all the things, but... I I instantly think about oh and I want to learn cello so I've been tuning my ear for that and it's just I think being a multidisciplined artist makes you or at least me I never I I never felt comfortable stopping at one thing at first I felt like oh does that mean I can't commit no, it just means I need multiple ways to express what I'm feeling 
or what I'm experiencing. So all of those, all of those ways, I would learn as much as I could and um, explore it as much as I could, as long as it served me, as long as it was skillful. And I'd say in everything that I've learned and practiced, every part had some modality of healing involved. For whatever reason, I, was, I would involve myself and engage myself because it was healing. Mm. And I think in turn, whenever, whenever I would share, it was because of healing. Mm. Yeah. So in a more practical sense, a practical way, um, healing, he, as a healing artist, I began as a... Um, I began probably beginning, beginning was I leaned into meditation mm. while I was exploring spirituality and maybe religion, but religion always comes into play in some sense, but I was never, and I am not religious, definitely spiritual. And I, and I pull from religions what feels good I mean, that's how we learn about ritual and what is sacred and then traditional. And then um, from that, I leaned into, I was really attracted to this writer. His name is Bill Moyer. And I happened to be just you know, divine order. <laughs> you <laughs> and I always talk about divine order. I yes. happened to be in the the right place at the right time where I got to experience Bill Moyer who wrote a book called Healing Body, Healing Mind. Mm. It was just the first time in my life where I felt all of this kind of connecting that that artist in me with practical skills so he was talking about meditation and yoga massage therapy so the next thing i explored was massage therapy yeah mm -hmm. uh, i definitely explored yoga it's part of my daily practice i'm a yoga teacher training dropout Ooh. yeah i found maybe maybe in a few more years but yeah <laughs> <laughs> shout out to my teachers love my teachers who I always think, oh, I want to study with you. I want to learn all that I can. Yes. It's just I'm a dropout because I found that when I started teacher training in my 20s, I realized I was really greedy with my practice and that I felt like I didn't know how to manage time well enough. I just felt that, oh, if I'm going to become a yogini, a teacher, what would happen to my practice? And I need my practice for my mental health. So yes. it was, it felt like I couldn't do both. And so I accept. I'm greedy. I wanted my practice for myself. I accept. Yes. 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 And what I've learned is I think as I mature, I, I feel that I, I could contribute more now to, to a a fellow student mm. and uh and and i think i've decided that even as a teacher i'll always come in with a 
beginner's mind, a student's mind, whether it's meditation, whether, whether it's yoga, whether it's massage therapy, aesthetics. That's what I've been leaning into lately, thinking about this promise I made myself. Because as a multidisciplined artist, I... I also, I do focus. So when I've put something down and picked something else up, I'd, I'd always say, well, come back to it. And there are some things I put down that I would say, all right, there's like a time. If God is willing, <laughs> right? I make it to my 50th year. That by the time I'm 50, I'll start teaching what I'm, what I'm called to, to teach. I'll learn and I'll share as much as I possibly can. So that's what I've been leaning into lately. How to how to do that? What's the best way to do it? And it's a good thing. I I guess I I lent myself for they came into my life the other the other disciplines because well they inspire me, they nurture me, and I never really put them down as much as I can go back to that word greedy. I would just have them for myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I do a lot of destroy <laughs> and create as an artist. I create, I destroy, I create, I destroy. And that feels healthy too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. I do. So in the practical sense, to bring all things together, I, I created beauty and soul my little baby <laughs> and I really de I definitely think about beauty and soul like my baby because I was pregnant when I the, the, the moment I found out I was pregnant I started putting together beauty and soul and it, and it was really a thought of I need a space to do creative work Wow! and it's been this these little what began as a little pilot run to see how do I want to practice. I always knew I would practice separate. You know, I, it was really great for me to start practicum with, um, with where I did. Mm -hmm. uh, with a family-owned business, the Tricosis. Shout out to my Tricosi family. Hey, hey. if you're from Chicago, <laughs> you know. <Yeah. laughs> And they were very small when I started with the company. And, and because, well, you know this, Michal, family's, family's everything to us. And they, f they felt like family, treated me like family. I was really lucky to be, to be part of that growth. And what a growth period. And also as a young artist, to be part of that, to actually see the steps that people took that it was not an overnight success. Absolutely <laughs> that there not. was work and work and all the hands and souls that went into doing the work. And all that energy mm -hmm. that gets, you know, yeah. transferred through that. I left the company. My proudest moment was resigning after 12 years with the company. And the proudest moment was getting a phone call from, from Mrs. Tricosi from Cheryl saying she's saying um, 
that she was sad to hear I was leaving and that the door would always be open for me. That was one of my first experiences with making bridges. Yes. Yes, and making a bridge, a, a lifelong connection. And then just knowing I could, that those words were true. And that I brought a lot of uh, respect and goodness to to my practice then in turn helped help evolve that company I just knew that it gave me a, such a foundation of oh I, I can I could I can I could so I the saddest moment because there's always the dichotomy right the saddest moment for me was n- knew, knowing that I would have to leave in order to step forward into growth exactly they say you either step back into safety or you step forward into growth that part Mm -hmm. that part right there i hear that from all my philosopher teachers but it is really true and i'm pretty sure every philosopher is (laughs) alive has leaned into that yeah sure yeah uh i went then to work for a smaller company for three years and i did that and I put aside, just I put aside my a really, a really strong massage therapy practice, so I could lean into aesthetics, another form of healing art. At least for me, I look at it that way. I practice natural aesthetics. Yeah, I look at it that way as well. I wanted to honor my commitment to my Tricosi family, and not. Uh, well, no one could tell me not to work, and I'm pretty sure they might have not held me to it. I was, uh, I wanted to be, it was out of respect, and also focus. I wanted to focus on my aesthetic practice. I'm a natural esthetician, and actually there aren't many of us out there. And, well, I feel like I had to have, I found this little place, Salon Blue, they had a little spa above their salon, and I met amazing people there, and I was there for three years. And it was the complete opposite of what the Tricosis had become. And what I found out was, same, same. Right. <laughs> like, it didn't matter, because what was the same was who I was coming in. And even as a bus- business, the business art industry, there are certain things that whether you're big or small are still true. And fundamentally, how you are cared for is the most important thing as someone, as one, as a human being, a being in a body working for, working with. But that's how I felt. I, I often felt working for, working with. I just needed a sense of self comes back to being an artist and needing a sense of self-respect and a sense of growth and nurturing. Yeah. So I knew that that was just a matter of time and then it happened. I had a little seed planted (laughs) in me, growing inside of me, and then my heart, I thought, now's the time. So beauty and soul. There are a lot of hands that helped me that. Fabian Gushon, Linholm, Annette Pokora, Francine Miller, Turk, 
just that in my family, the Alvarados, my angel investors, I I couldn't have done it without my my Kagan family. Mm. So made a lot of mistakes. I learned so much. And now we're 17 years in and still learning. That is so wild <laughs> But to 17. Me. 17. 17 years. We're going on actually 18 as of August, like for real. <laughs> but, wow, 18. But wow. Um, from, from concept to, to where we are now, creating every day and thinking about it. Yesterday, someone asked me how business was going, and I found myself saying that I'm in, we're surviving, is what I said. And I said, you know, I'm ready. I felt ready. I feel ready to be thriving again, but I want to manage those expectations because of just the times. And I'm leaning into right now, what are the things I could do outside of brick and mortar, which then leads back to being being an artist who can do multiple things. Is multifaceted. So, <laughs> yes. Has multiple interests. <laughs> yes. So I've been leaning into meditation practice, this teacher training program I'm partaking in right now. It's really beautiful through the mindfulness meditation. Mm, so great feeling good about it and i'm excited to i'm excited about what's come what's coming what's happening right now in it and what's coming ahead but trying to stay real present and with it this one day at a time as, as we say one day at a time always feels good and important though i can't think of anything more important right now than to be mindful Exactly. To give ourselves tools to get to to be in our bodies, to have this life experience through all the feels. Through all the feels and to commit to being present mm -hmm. through all the feels. Yes. Right? Yes, because that's those things we want to run. We want to run when we feel s sorrow, fear, trauma. Yeah. Right? And sometimes we want to run when we feel joy, happiness. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah, elation, all this thing, all these feelings, all the feelings. That it's strange that they could all make us want to fly somehow. Yeah. Leap in and leap out. Right. <laughs> right. Right. So meditation really does help in that staying present or at least coming into present time yeah this moment these moments are so important they're so precious yeah mm -hmm. yeah I agree thank you for sharing all of that that, that was, was a lot <laughs> no that was beautiful <laughs> but in a way this is where we are Here yeah we are. yeah you I, there was so much that you touched on that I was like oh my gosh yes yes <laughs> yes I mean first and foremost when you spoke on being an artist, but a multifaceted being, I mean, that really spoke to me because I've been the type of person to also feel like I've had 
various interests. Mm. And sometimes when you're told, well, you need to focus on one. (laughs) And that can be hard to hear when you're like, but I'm really passionate about this one and this one and this one and this one too. You know, and so I was like, to to see a creative and businesswoman mm-hmm. and artist and healer and all of these things that you encompass, mother, family, mm-hmm. tia, you, you know, yes, all of that mm-hmm. is what creates the complexity of who we are yet we tend to focus on like one aspect when we're so multifaceted, every single one of us. So mm. I loved that. So thank you for sharing that. Yeah, so of course, Miho. It's maybe the most important thing I think I feel in in our lifetimes is the, the mirror. Yes. You know, when you could see yourself in someone's eyes and their experience, it lends itself to compassion, right? And also inspiration and encouragement. Yeah. 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 And to also, you know, talking about going on 18, I mean, 18 years of beauty and soul mm. blows my mind. And it's insane because... I don't know. Did I tell? I think I told you this before, but I remember when I was was probably in like elementary school. Mm. Belle and I would pretend <laughs> to play like Beauty and Soul, like the shop, because we I love it. we would set up. <laughs> we would set up like a. We would get like the um, the iron table, <laughs> and we would put like a basket and make it like a cashier's thing, I love and then it. we would we printed out like business cards and all this <laughs> stuff, and it was all modeled around your business and your baby. Mm-hmm. Because I remember hearing the name, and I was just like, "That is such a perfect name for what that encompasses, mm-hmm. for what the practical services that you offer, what that encompasses, but also beyond that, like the energy that you step into." and the the connection and and like you know it's it that's what spoke to me i think in that too i know baby wow you blow my mind (laughs) (laughs) that that bell in you that you get it but i know this about us like we're it's this that we understand being empathic and yes uh, i don't it's not that i don't like the word sensitive Sensitive is a beautiful word, but empathic. Empathic. No buts. And empathic is along those lines. And you're a seer so that you can see and that you are playing store with beauty and soul. <laughs> it's just delightful. I love it. I It's one of my... Yeah. I love that memory. And I was thinking about how at the, at the beginnings I had so again with mentors guiding me and telling me how important um, marketing was that I had these great marketing tools and I really did and and they're beautiful and I still use I still use them now and I feel like there were some things that were foundational and fundamental at at the time I was I, I was just so glad to have 
people in the know because otherwise I was I was definitely and I still look at the mission of beauty and soul the energy it's the reason why although my website's beauty soul spa because that's all that I could find at the time being close it, but that it's beauty and soul yes I just I think of I think about from the beginning to now and how much work has gone into practice and the practice and what happens in the practice and what it's evolved to and that it's just been a one woman show because energetically it just seems like much more than that and that's probably because I always think of the work as teamwork so every person I've ever laid my hands on I actually ran the list the other day, Mijo, how of many? how many. How many? Oh, over 800 people. Oh, wow. It's probably like in, uh, and that's that's just beauty and soul. I'm not even counting 12 years of Tricose. Exactly. And, and three years with Salon Blue. I, it's kind of amazing when I think of it. And, no, that's, it's and that's why, and that's why it's about the energy. It's the energy. And there's then there's other things that are yet to. I th I always think well I'm content. There's a sense of contentment. Maybe some people would say I'm not very ambitious as a businesswoman. I'm more methodical than anything. I that's exactly what I was going yeah. to say. And I'm and I'm definitely about divine order, and leading into it. Also, I'm not. I've had the experience of working. Oh, trust me, I've worked plenty hard. But if I couldn't, if I didn't have the team effort in family, in patronage, uh, we wouldn't be we wouldn't be here. So I'm I'm certain whatever the next is, the next step, like it's evolving. Right now, this is an evolution. So. Mm. I love that. I I was literally just about to speak mm -hmm. on expansion and yes. how this feels, and we've spoke on this before, how this feels like a time of expansion Yes. and thinking about mm -hmm. what does come next and mm -hmm. what does that look like and what am I imagining that to be and how mm -hmm. do I get there? Yes. You know? Yes. Well, as I look into your eyes, I was just thinking about the lion's gate. <laughs> yes. And it's Which August 8th. On the 8th. And yeah. it's the day before. My birthday. Yeah, your birthday. My, uh, my 26th solar cycle. Mm -hmm. 26 times around the sun. Mm. Wow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy to think about. Yes. But then... I do think about that energy of Lionsgate and expansion mm -hmm. and manifestation and yes. thinking about next steps and yes. envisioning and bringing vision to life. Yes. And uh, I'm in, I, I've told you this plenty yes. of times, but I'm inspired. I love it, Michael. I'm inspired by you because thank you. You, like you spoke on, you thought about you got to a point where methodically. You know, you've mm -hmm. gotten to the point where you now feel that this is the time to question what's next and yes. to really seriously mm -hmm. plan and think and create. Yes. This is a, so 
so 2020 brought us the pandemic. Yes. And it's really fascinating how the goddess will comfort, you know. And uh, once again, just thinking, feeling into how do we get through this. And when when we, you make a choice, how the universe will conspire. My choice was to stay in practice somehow, some way, again, with the help of family, my angel investors, <laughs> and just that kind of, s um, I want to call it intention, a sense of purpose, with that sense of purpose, knowing, all right, there are, I'd been, because I've been writing about this, about the what's next, I mean, all, I started writing about what's next 18 years ago. So it's just what was what I always lean back into what's important now. Right. And I go there because I'm going to speak to the archetypes here. Because I I have been a maiden, because I I have been a huntress, because I have been the mystic, because I have been the lover because I have been the, the queen, the wife, the mother, the sage, right? And that's where I am right now. I lean into that. I've always been thinking about, and I have to think about what's important now because we've been raising a family too. And I, and to me, in family, everyone's needs are important. Everyone's careers have been important. So we, we couldn't be creative without one another. And that meant being really focused at certain times. And that doesn't stop me from dreaming, right? Absolutely because that's not. part of that creative mind. When I think about, when I say multidisciplined, I'm certain... I'm not alone. It's just that maybe I'm just like crazy enough. <laughs> I think it's like, but now you hear more about like being serial entrepreneurs. Mm. And I think, oh, well, that doesn't sound so crazy that I want, like there's, there's this, there's the day spa, beauty and soul. And then there could be the re the retreat spa, beauty and soul. That's two. Let's keep count. Then <laughs> there could be beauty and soul, the botanica. That's the three. And then, then beauty and soul, skincare, beauty and soul, loungewear, because the lymphatic system needs love. Come on now. Right. <laughs> Remind me to tell you a story, a, a funny thing. All right. Yes. yes <laughs> about lymphatic system and clothing. And when I think about that, I think about beauty and soul as teacher. Yes. You know, because I need to make sure that I leave, I leave it behind, that I show other hands how at least this is how I do it. And that might inspire you, encourage you on how you might do, want to do it. Right, right. And... 
aesthetics, and that's professional. Then there's the other side, which I'm really leaning into meditation, mm. teaching meditation. La curandera. La curandera. <laughs> Let's say that's the eight. It's like the eight limbs of beauty and soul. Yes. Uh, La curandera is a podcast I started yes. last year. All the details will be in the description <laughs> of this po of this episode. So please <laughs> check it out. I'm I'm feel uh, I feel that I've been. These are those moments where you're a creative and you tuck away projects you know yes. you put it you tuck it away your you mental filing cabinet <laughs> yeah. of all the ideas you come so, up with so la curandera i've been it'll be a, it is a place where i'll put poetry and stories and sharing i'm hopeful you and i can collaborate and we can of speak course, to course. the world of the world of being human la curandera podcast is really about the healer within mm. us all mm -hmm. yeah about the healer within us all and the responsibility we have to that and right. to each other right in this world as we evolve as we evolve as human and as human beings mm. yeah yeah so that's powerful so I'm leaning into the things that I can do outside of brick and mortar while still really accepting and, and wanting to take part in hands-on work in face-to-face -face communication. Yeah. I have been having this experience lately. I've been mentoring a group of artists and we, in a sense, for their meditation since the beginning of the year and a few times now I've had the joy of being able to see them in person and can I tell you I mean when we're doing our meetings online it can feel visceral and powerful and then when I actually see them in person it just blows my mind it's just incredible it, yeah. energy how I transcendent absolutely it is bet. Yeah. yeah so for me in the lion's gate I'm stepping into what what will it take and what I always come back to right now is oh it it means no but you have to take care of yourself like for real now and when you thought you were greedy in your 20s mm, no but now it's time in your 50s to be to be an extra greedy i guess in a I sense that. Yes. what am i that the practices i have for myself that i have it so much for myself that i'm just spilling over and that's what then i can share with right, others right and that's really what i'm leaning into what how do i do that how do i empower myself i always i always say it but with a little bit mindfulness what it sounds like that I'm sharpening the knives you know I'm sharpening the knives I'm burning the paper thank you Bruce Lee for that <laughs> little <laughs> wisdom I'm burning the paper and I'm surrendering the armor okay sharpening the knives means 
I'm literally going through every aspect of my body being from what I know to what I see to what I communicate to what I love to what I do to what I'm feeling to what I'm having um, both in spirit and in tangible ways I'm sharpening the knives I'm learning as much as I possibly can and unlearning also as much as I can to come back at things with a beginner's mind to be sharp right to to know and also I know when to I'm sharpening the knives that I, I'm going to use them as tools but I also to know when to put them in the sheath right yes. when when to do that when to put all that I know aside start fresh the um, burning the paper for me that means at first when I first I thought about uh, burning the paper means when it's a meditative tool so if you're sitting in meditation was a Bruce Lee would suggest that he would write down people would he, he would be asked what would you do uh, what do you do when people are just talking shit? <laughs> and he said, I burn the paper. So he would sit in meditation and write down all the, all the things and then burn them. You know, with his mind's eye, just burn the paper. For me, I think about that in terms of those heavy thoughts, any burdens, any debts, any shame, any guilt any resentment, any place, anywhere I might have left myself or is or anything, any energy that's left in me, I'm I'm burning the paper. I'm I'm writing it out and I'm clearing the way. Surrendering the armor. That is all about forgiveness and the weight of it mm, yeah. especially um, and self-forgiveness I have the hardest time with and it's left a kind of armor around my heart and you know as I'm telling you this I'm thinking about how when I very the very first time I found myself writing these words they were deep but also a little bit surface almost now that I think of it oh, I didn't give them the credit that I deserved I'm so glad that I I kept working on it that I didn't surrender them because it makes so much sense right now that's the thing of divine order sometimes you'll have these thoughts or these words or these experiences come in and while they're you know they're important but you may not completely understand them until you do so that's where I'm at right now. Yeah. And the other thing is that I, the very first time I saw, I saw myself, I write these words down in my journal was early 2018. Oh, wow. Yeah. So to think about how those, those thoughts, those guiding thoughts, those have been evolving to where they are now and how I'm bringing them in 
to the lion's gate with me. Yes, yes. To support what's mm-hmm. next. I'm hopeful with divine order. I just, what I recognize right now is that we're not going to do anything alone anymore. Not like we ever did. If we thought we did, well, we were. Right. <laughs> you were playing like yourself. A be- <laughs> exactly. What a beautiful lie. <laughs> you know? Sure, you keep thinking about that. There's like a moment of independence and then interdependency. Right. I'm leaning into what is, how are we, the beauty of being interdependent on one another. That's more the truth. Sure, I'm an independent thinker and doer in a sense, but no buts, and I don't do it alone. So it's in, to me, it's interesting to see. I'm, I lean into what I know, what I've known, and what could be a resource for me, and I'm also just opening my heart to what, who, you know, the how that will come into my life to help facilitate the next things for beauty and soul. So, mm. that yeah. feels like good. Yeah, that feels nice mm. to think about that. Yeah, wow, <laughs> wow, wow, wow. There's really so much of not only your perspective Mm. and your personal evolution of the time that you've started your journey discovering Mm. you know the things that you have passion for and the things that drive you and the connection and all of that coming to a head right now at this point in the present Mm -hmm. it it's quite mind-blowing because you think of all the things that had to come together and it was all happening organically and naturally mm-hmm. just as you were living and we don't think about down the road all of the little things that then add to mm-hmm. and drive you to where you end up and and what you begin to think about and what you begin to speak on and to create and to dream about um it makes me feel very like hopeful mm. i think hopeful yes. is the right word yes i was like what is the right <laughs> word what is the right <laughs> word and hopeful is definitely the right word because it offers us that the knowledge and the understanding that you don't have to have it all figured out. Yes. You know? Yes. And there's so much room and opportunity to figure it out along the way. Because if you think about some of the things that you may have thought about in, on your creative journey as an artist or as a healer, mm-hmm. as a practitioner in your industry mm. and think about now some of the things that you ha- could potentially have a completely different 
idea about or opinion about mm-hmm. or whatever because through experience or through um forever learning mm-hmm. and it i mean it's just wild to me right. to think about that and it's very it, it makes me feel comfort comforted in mm-hmm. a way to to know that like you really this is all really just beginning you know yes it really is all just beginning <laughs> in a sense of you are when you when you decide to start trekking on a path there's so much potential yes and how exciting that is it is so exciting yeah yes and i've been thinking about that lately mm-hmm. just with big changes coming and thinking about next steps and wondering um, you know, what are things that I can reflect back on now that I might have a different different opinion about in regards to what twists and turns my path might take, mm-hmm. you know? Or things that I have full control and choice over, and now I'm like, okay, it's a it's a different choice. It's going to be a different choice. Or it's going to it's a based on a different opinion or based on new knowledge and yes. new information. Yes. So mm. <laughs> I, I, I love that you spoke on that because it, it does make me feel very uh, comforted and hopeful. Um, and I love to see it in action with you. That's the thing, Nicole. I think what you just said, oh, I was, I, I hooked on those words, wonder, hopeful, mm-hmm. potential. Yes. And I can feel into it. And I think that's part of surrendering the armor, allowing myself to feel into things so then I can take action on them because I could talk all day and have ideas and ideas, but unless I take a step forward, right? That's really... What did you say earlier? A step into growth. A step into growth. Not a step back into Mm -hmm. safety, but a step into growth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And recognize that there will be times that I know how to step back into safety. Um, and I might know how to do it a little better now than I did, you know, maybe a few years ago. Yeah. <laughs> so, and isn't that so comforting and beautiful to know that it's not a linear path. It's not, a, it's, a, it's more of a spira- spiralic life mm-hmm. and that movement it, there is an ebb and flow just like the ocean yes. right it's just this natural way there'll be moments when <laughs> when it rains and <laughs> a pour and moments where it's like this just sunshine and you calm know, and such a beautiful day serene. today serene and that we can have the i can have those i have this perspective now that if I need to step back into safety, maybe it's like step aside, you know, and or back. It's a choice. And then to move forward into growth. What I see is that um, you have to have some perspective so that you can feel like sometimes you can feel there's that word stagnant, like you're not got like you haven't gotten anywhere. And then then you think, ah, oh, and that is one of the biggest lies 
it is it's like the oh when i was speaking to katie it was the very first thing that she spoke to and uh, her and i trained together psychic meditation and school for clairvoyance (laughs) and we we learn to read the lies and the energy that can sometimes be in your space in your aura space and when she read the the lies or the fears that were there i just thought yes you know those are those are the things that the energy that can get in your way of one's potential right one's growth and also they just want to be seen those fears that in your energy fields and once you can step into them like that's a form of stepping into growth i agree with that yeah i think too it there's a there's a certain thing about an acknowledgement of your fears yes it's like turning the light on and catching your demons in a way Mm. and it's like see i can see you now Mm -hmm. so now i can i can call you out Yes. And I can pinpoint what that's rooted in, and then mm. you move, you move from there. Yes, and that's actually so incredibly important, mm. but not something that comes top of mind, you know, majority yes. of the time. Yes, uh, we have sometimes a very strong sense to run away from any type of knowledge of our fears mm-hmm. we understand that they're there and we feel them and we're like i don't know i don't want to know what that's about i'm going to run the opposite way yes <laughs> you know and and to be able to to acknowledge and name them yes and speak on their origin and to really like deep dive yes into into the root of that yes i mean that's how you that's how you defeat them. Yes. And that's how you, you maybe defeats like not the right word. I, I almost want to say like incorporate. Welcome. Welcome. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Welcome. I heard something yesterday. All right. In philosophy, there's always this talk about the daimon, your higher self, Mm -hmm. and then your demon, the lower vibration of self. And that they're both, you and what i heard the other day was um what a person welcoming another person would leave your demon at the door mm. right welcome and leave your demon at the door and that's how i i think about when i'm going to i think when when i'm thinking about energy and when i'm welcoming someone into my space or when i'm welcoming myself into a space with where because while I do my best to step out of judgment, I'm still human and I'm still going to feel all those things. But if I could, like the demon informs us in many ways. So we could call it our shadow self as well. And it's important. And it's such a help, helpful, helpful um, and skillful to know your shadows and your demons, especially when you're diving deep especially then so at the same time i feel like 
if you can just use it, if you could just um, welcome the whole self, that's really probably, they say this in meditation really, when, you're, when you can experience the whole self and allow yourself to have all the feels, like that's truly, those are your true guides. Hmm? Yeah. You can, you can really get to nurturing from there. We always talk about information. Yes. Everything is information. Everything is information. And we tend mm -hmm. to, the human brain wants to categorize yes. into good and bad, right? Mm -hmm. This is good information. This is bad information. And really, that actually doesn't exist. It's just information. And the more you have, mm -hmm. the better off you are in so many regards. And so incorporating, welcoming that shadow self that's information yeah you're getting the whole picture mm -hmm. not just what you deem as the good parts yes yeah. and that's yeah that's that is really 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 powerful to think about yeah and really important right now in the in the times that we're living how as human beings in every on every on a cellular level in, in in person and then outward in community, in our cities, in our country, and the global country, how important it is that we're connecting, that we are taking the data, that we are having the information, that we're empathic about it, that we're feeling our own suffering and then the suffering of others. Mm. And that only comes when you accept when you accept all the data, that th that mentality of no nothing gets left out. Mm. Yeah, we're all learning how to handle our pain and our suffering, handle it and see it in others, and find some grace and peace in it. Yes. Yeah. To to see those fears, and say, "Huh, okay." I see yes, you. Yes, I see you. And how could I, how can I be of service? So then, way you be you will be serving one another. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Wow. Yeah, that one. That last part. Yeah. It's it's a um, it's a very beautiful thing to think about. Mm -hmm. the wholesomeness of you the entirety of you mm -hmm. i mean there's no there will never be another you mm -hmm. we are unique to the nth degree and the the power that you can get from taking all of that in the entirety of that f within yourself right yeah. It really is something that has helped me um, be kinder to myself, mm. to show myself more kindness and be gentle with myself. Yes. And also with others, mm. too, to see maybe the, the shadow self or similar in others of yes. understanding. Mm-hmm where that comes from 
has actually helped me so much as as someone stepping into you know the craziness and the chaos of adulthood and learning how to forge relationships as an adult you really like once you see you almost can't can't unsee and it's both a blessing and a curse at times but it's so powerful to see Mm. that everyone's the same in that regard yes that we're all trying to figure out how to welcome in the entirety of who we are. Yes, we all. Yeah. Yeah. I said it the other day in a meditation I was leading, the silent sit I've been doing on Instagram, and I heard myself say it, and I thought, oh, and now that is the truth, and I think the goddess just spoke. Because what I was saying, how we all have these certain, these certainties in common. Yeah. The certainty that we will suffer. That we all suffer. And that we will all love. Yeah. Long for love. Be loved. Want to love others. Like just the experience of love. That we all will have those those two yeah can we lean into that no matter what when we're facing wow complex relationships lean into yeah i know wow (laughs) (laughs) like do you see my mind is like what you just went deep (laughs) i mean come on now you can't do this to me that is incredible and i also love those moments of being like yeah wow what i just said yeah (laughs) that's it right there yes that was just a team effort because i'm (laughs) not exactly sure where that came from but i'm god is speaking through you god is speaking i'm here to i'm here to serve (laughs) i'm here to serve yes i quickly want to touch on your um instagrams yeah lately You've been doing these beautiful eight-minute meditations that I think anybody listening would be Mm -hmm. so absolutely, um, it would be a gift, honestly, to experience that. And I welcome anyone listening to definitely check Mm -hmm. that out. Would you mind telling everyone where they can find those beautiful, beautiful clips? Thank you, Mijo. The beginnings of them are on Beauty Soul Spa. That's the call on Instagram. And then uh, I continued the, the project, the purposeful project on La Curandera. It's lacurandera.world. On Instagram, right? On Instagram. Yeah. Every, every morning at 8 a.m., around 8 a.m., <laughs> I <have> to say. <laughs> I'm getting there. Yes. Uh, eight, eight, the intention is to have 8 a.m. meditation for eight minutes. And 8 p.m. meditation for eight minutes. And I I just really am loving the practice, to share the practice of it. It's not easy, always, and that's why I say around, while I aim for the eight hours, eight hour, the 8 a.m., 8 p.m. hour, getting there. But and And that's like the... 
it is it speaks directly to how energy can get in in the way and it's kind of fun playing with that with seeing what gets in the way of my intention live you know in real time so it's kind of joyful it's joyful as an artist it's really <laughs> it's really a beautiful experience and it, it really is it really really is i'm never really sure what's going to happen so i think that lends to lends to the experience as well um what i'm finding is really wonderful is i'm being organic and holistic so there's all the things and and having a little a little sp a space to share what a meditation practice looks like perfectly imperfect and i've been leaning into just leaving them up versus archiving them but i'll figure that out yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'll figure that out yes. it's joyful to know that someone might find it and if it could help one person if it could help one person either close their eyes <laughs> and get in to their own experience or wake up i'm into it right if yeah, I, yeah if i can lend support to that that's, that's what that's what matters that's what matters yeah, yeah. yes in truth if um if my students only meditated, if the students only meditated one minute, I'd be thrilled. <laughs> and that we come to sit, and you can get to eight minutes. Mm -hmm. There's so much wisdom in it. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Michal. I'm oh so glad God. you've been enjoying them. I have been absolutely loving yes. them, and I really do invite everyone to to check them out because I think it is there's so much power within really the practice alone but also I tell you this all the time there are certain things that services you offer whatever it might be connected to your businesses and all of that that a lot of people offer similar things right mm -hmm. but no one does it like you um, thank you Michael. and <laughs> and to that point to be able to learn about the practice, but also to connect and share that, you know, the energy that's transferred within that mm. practice and within the time spent with yourself watching, you know, the video, the live, whatever it might be. That's, that is, that's rare. That's not, you can't get that everywhere, mm. you know? And, yeah. um, and that it's really, really like that is what the whole thing about it is, is that no one can do, and this goes for anyone, this goes for anything, no one can do the things that you do in the way, like exactly the way that you do them. And that's the magic. Mm. And so I, I just applaud you. Oh, mijo, this is the magic. I <laughs> applaud you. Oh, thank you. Because thank you. teamwork, Yeah. I wouldn't feel, I wouldn't, I need inspiration and encouragement and you give you give me that you are a source for happy, that happy to do so <laughs> happy happy to do so all these beautiful the this 
this particular project started because of young creatives like you, you know, and all of your youthfulness <laughs> and joy. What an honor to be seen as mentor or guide, inspiration, encouragement, because, you know, all of you can do it all on your own, but can you? Right. <laughs> but do Ex you want to? Exactly. The point is you don't have to. The point is you do not have to <laughs> do it. You don't have to. By yourself. No. Exactly. You that. don't have to. Exactly. And, and I'm so if you I'm so grateful. It's magic for me to hear you say it's magic for you. Hmm. Yeah. Thank you, Mijo. Oh my gosh, of course. Yes. Thank you for coming on the podcast hey, and we sharing got this through time. that without the tissue i know <laughs> we so didn't thrilled. even need the tissues <laughs> i am so truly grateful for you <laughs> taking the time to spend with me and to impart your wisdom <laughs> and your guidance is just always so incredible to have and i really genuinely am so grateful you know this but i as a creative person and mm -hmm. as a also self-proclaimed multi-dimensional multi-disciplined mm -hmm. artist i do feel like it's so important to lean on your mentors and your guides mm -hmm. and your family mm -hmm. and your champions the people who champion your work i just really i'm so grateful to to have that in you and to have that in in our family and so moving forward and thinking about you know for me what next steps and ooh you know what's going to be next and all all that stuff i it's it turns from an anxious driven thing to a, something filled with joy and excitement yes. and a little bit of nervousness too but that's yes. okay <laughs> and that's okay exactly yes exactly so Think right. of it like picante, mijo. Yeah. Like yeah. when you need a little like extra exactly. in your food to make it like a little just spicy. Just a little some something. Or else it'd be bland. Exactly. Right? Mijo? Exactly that. Just a little something. Just a little something. And and so it it really just it makes me really happy to continue to share moments with the people that matter the most to me and to have that um, confirmation, I guess, in a way to, to me, I feel that it's just, it's like the, it's the little push here and there that you need mm -hmm. from those that are like, what you're doing is incredible. Keep going, mm -hmm. you know? And so I'm just so grateful. And, um, I would love for, anyone listening to also be able to connect with you as well so you, if you wanted to take a little second to shout out your instagram handles or websites or yes. whatever you would love to share that um people can connect with you okay well arman unless Chimosa diaries knows where to find me yes yes armani knows <laughs> where to find me and um have I go into moments of being um, quiet, <laughs> but I'm around, so you could send a message. If you're looking for services, mm -hmm. beautysoulspa.com is the best place to schedule a face-to-face -face time, and actually even some virtual time. 
because we've been doing it like that over pandemic. You got to do what you got to do. Yes. Okay, keep it pushing. Right. When you're needed, when I'm needed, I show up. Right. I'm always of service, however I can be. And for Instagram, it's lacurandera.world and at beautysoulspa.com. Nope, just Beauty Soul Spa. And also on Instagram at Leticia Kagan. At Leticia Kagan. There you go. Um, all the socials all right there. All there. All there. And one will lead you to the other. Exactly that. I've organized it at least. <laughs> <laughs> I love yes. you so much, Thea. I love you so much, Mijo. Thank you for holding this space with me. Oh my gosh, I think I created this little space just for us to do this. I know. I just quickly, before (laughs) we sign off here, I just need to really just describe what I'm (laughs) able to be experiencing right now. We are both in our own separate hammocks, like (laughs) hammock chairs that's hanging from the wall. The huge windows in this back porch that are coming in with this beautiful light. And it's just like, such a perfect summertime Chicago day. Mm-hmm. So this is like the perfect <laughs> time we've been trying to plan coming together and and yeah. connecting. And if today's the day. Divine order, mijo. Divine timing, exactly that. Yes. The wind chimes just said it. It's time. <laughs>